You're listening to Minimalish, a podcast where we talk about simplifying our stuff, our lives, our motherhood, all in a realistic way so that we can make room for what matters. We're not here for perfectly tidy homes or seeing how much we can possibly declutter. We're here for living with less, realistically. It's going to look different for all of us, but we're not really focused on how our version of minimalism looks anyways. We're focused on how it feels. I'm your host, Desiree. I'm a mom to two and on my own journey of living with a little less clutter so I can have more space for an intentional life. I'm no expert and I like to think of this as a corner of the internet where we're learning and growing together. So let's walk towards a more simple and intentional life. Here's this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. We are officially in the last three episodes of 2023. So I want to focus these next three episodes on reflecting and looking ahead to next year. I just really love the end of the year on the podcast because I always do a few episodes on the holidays, which I love, and then I do usually only one episode on goal setting. But this year, the last episode of the year is going to be kind of my own reflection on the year and just like a yearly wrap up for Minimalish. So it still feels like the same vibe of reflecting, but these next two weeks are specifically gonna be focused on going through a reflection process, a goal setting process for just one deep values-based goal. And then next week, we're gonna talk about some different ways to set goals. If you don't really like goal setting, if you don't like the word goals, I don't know, if you're just like really turned off by this time of year and resolution making and all of that. Next week is going to be a fun episode of just looking at different ways to take our goal that we set this week and also just like the rest of the reflecting that we do this week and look at some different ways that we can set intentions or set, I can't think of a different word than goals. I don't know, (laughs) but just a different way that we can kind of plan and get intentional for the upcoming year. So today, even if you don't like setting goals at this time of year, I do think there is so much value in reflection. And every year we do this on the podcast for the past several years. So if you've listened in for years and years, this might sound similar, but each year I tweak it a little bit. I kind of learn and grow in my own goal setting and I just change it just a little bit. And this year in particular, I did create a worksheet to go along with this. So if you want a, it's printable, but also it just has the questions written out. So if you don't like to print things, at least you have the questions, like you can scroll through the questions wherever you download it on your phone, on your computer, and then you can write your answers in some type of notebook or journal. So you can get that goal setting resource for you, the worksheet that goes along with this episode. You can get that at DesireeEndries.com slash goals. DesireeEndries.com slash goals. Okay, let's get started. So what I want to emphasize as we start is my focus this year and what I've kind of learned throughout this year is the importance of playing the long game with our goals. Change takes time. And of course, there are goals that we can set that we can accomplish quickly But true change, lasting change, does take time. So as we look at our reflecting, look at our goal setting today, I want you to keep that in mind with the goal that you do set. Because 
at the end of this, we're going to take that goal. We're going to kind of think of some action steps for ourselves and also maybe some routines that we can build into our daily daily lives. But I want you to think of playing the long game with this goal and not getting frustrated with yourself if you don't make progress like in January and realizing that if this is a goal that is meaningful to you, it's a goal that you can come back to. Maybe you have months that are going to be difficult and you're going to kind of lose your focus, lose your steam on this goal. But that's okay because if it is a deeply set goal, a goal that truly matters, it is one that you'll come back to. It is one that you'll keep working on. And eventually you'll find that you've achieved it in some way, even if it's not the way that you thought or expected. So I want to give you an example of where this came from for me. I was taking a walk the other day and I was leaving my house. I opened my garage door and I realized that it is partially like, I don't know, it's snowing slash raining. It feels like when it's raining and it's misting out, if you know what I mean, but the snow version of that. So that's what I was doing. And I had already bundled up my toddler and I, at first, my first thought was, oh, okay, so we're not going to go for a walk. But then like a second later, I was like, no, we can go for a walk. I just need to change my coat into a more waterproof one. Um, my toddler was already still ready to go with what she was wearing. So that seems like a very simple thing. For some people, that is normal. That's what they would choose. But for me, the past version of myself would have definitely called it quits on that walk just because of a little bit of moisture in the air. Okay, the past version of myself probably wouldn't have even bundled up my toddler for a walk in 35, 40 degree weather, whatever it was that day. And I know that's not even that cold to some people. But for me, in the past, I just did not go outside if the weather was even a little bit wintry. And I set a goal, I think two or three winters ago, to start getting outside more in the cold weather. And this is a goal that I'm going to kind of use as an example as we get to the goal setting part of this episode. But I set that goal two to three years ago. I knew that this goal really mattered to me because at the time I saw that my daughter was starting to have, my older daughter was starting to have negative feelings about the cold weather and being outside in the cold. And I knew that part of that was my own influence because I would say like, oh, it's so cold outside. We can't go outside. You know, just simple phrases that I would say that were normal for me. I was now imparting onto my daughter. And I, I started to feel like this is not what I want for her. I don't want her to be afraid of the cold weather. I want her to still get the benefits of being outdoors, even if it's for a short amount of time, no matter what the weather is. And I want that for myself, too. And I knew it had mental health benefits. So there were multiple reasons I was setting this goal. I knew it was important to me. And that first year, it was really hard. I did a few action steps that would help me. I got some colder weather gear and I set a goal to go for a walk three times a week in the colder weather and then get outside for like even five minutes on the days I didn't go for a walk, like on the days it might have been extra cold. So I set those simple action step goals and I did follow through with many of them. But I still felt pretty negative about it. And when the next year came around, I was pregnant in the winter, pretty pregnant. And it wasn't really a goal I paid attention to that much that year. Did I go for walks in winter weather? Sometimes. But it wasn't something that I pushed myself into. I wasn't really trying to convince my 
four-year-old at the time to get outside because I didn't want to deal with the whole thing. So I, I kind of let go of the goal a little bit that year. And then last year, my season of life changed again. I had a baby at this time of year. So it wasn't an extreme focus for me, although the mental health aspect of being outside in the winter was still important to me. And I did try to get outdoors. We were also trying to sell our house. We were moving in the winter. So it just wasn't a focus. But each year, I still thought about it. Like, I still kind of pushed myself to change my mindset a little bit about the cold, to change the way I thought about the cold, to change the way I talked about the cold with my older daughter. And then this year, as it started getting colder, I told myself, I'm going on a daily walk no matter the weather. I'm getting outside no matter the weather. And so I have continually done that. And it wasn't like one of my big goals this year. It's just every winter that comes around, I tell myself that ever since that first year that I set the goal, I just tell myself it's not that bad. The cold does not prevent me from the benefits of being outdoors. And this year, it's just been easier for me as my season of life has changed. I have a toddler instead of a baby, and my mindset has changed little by little each year ever since that first year when I really went after the goal. But it's taken until this year for it to feel easy. So what I'm saying with that is not that you should set a goal that you're going to work hardcore on that goal for like the next three or four years. That seems like a marathon. That seems a little bit overwhelming to me at least. I'm just saying that as we set goals, we should root them deeply in what matters to us and make sure they are goals that are actually meaningful to us so that we will follow through with them, follow through with the action plan we put in place. And then they will continue to enrich our lives year after year. And one day we might even look back and see that we've built some kind of habit around this goal that makes it easy. And we didn't even really realize it was happening because it was just a goal that was so meaningful to us that we went after it and came back to it even after months or seasons of letting go of it. So with that motivation in place and with that story of my own long game goal. Let's dive in to some reflecting on the past year because I think reflecting is one of the most important things that we can do to really start to uncover the things that do deeply matter to us and uncover our values. So some reflection questions. The first one I want to reflect on is, and as we do this, I encourage you to do all the pausing that you need to, to actually do the reflections. Okay, I'm just going to keep going because it would be really weird if I just paused for a while while I'm talking into a microphone and while you're listening through. So the first question I want to reflect on is what went really well for you this year? What goals did you set that you accomplished? Did you have a word for the year? How did that pan out? Maybe you focused on it more months of the year than you have in the past. Maybe any positive changes that took place, any habits that you've built. Uh, routines that are going really well for you, or even any life milestones that were significant for you, adventures you and your family went on, just like the good stuff, things you're grateful for, and also things that went well, things you accomplished. So that is our first reflection. Our second reflection is the opposite. What was hard this year? 
And when I say what was hard this year, I'm thinking like personal struggles, maybe struggles within your family or people close to you, things that you went through, things that you didn't see coming. Okay, so as you reflect on this, the reason I want to reflect on this is because this question is important because life throws curveballs at us and life is not easy. And we all go through things. And I think it's important to look at that and have that perspective so that we can have grace for ourselves for the ways in which we maybe didn't accomplish what we meant to accomplish. And that is our next reflection question. So once you've reflected on what was hard for you this year, let's reflect specifically on what didn't go well when it comes to like our own maybe personal achievements. So what goals did you set last year that maybe didn't come to fruition? What negative habits did you maybe build? or negative habits that you kept that you maybe wanted to overcome. These might typically be things that we are beating ourselves up for. So what I want us to remember is that we have a million second chances and we are allowed to reevaluate what actually matters and start moving towards our new goals, new intentions, any minute that we choose to do so. So with each item that didn't go well, It might be helpful to take a moment and reflect on why it didn't go well. So make a list, the things that didn't go well, the things you didn't maybe move as much forward on as you would have liked to, the habits, the negative habits, whatever. As you make that list, it could be helpful to also look at why. Like what was it that held you back? This question can lead us to decide if the goal we set really mattered to us in the first place or if it's the right goal for us. Like maybe you set some kind of fitness or nutrition goal because a lot of people do that at the beginning of the year and it was a struggle for you to keep up with. So maybe the reason for that was that it doesn't fit with your life. So how can we tweak it? Or maybe it actually doesn't matter to you and you can find a version of that goal that does matter to you. Maybe the reason that you had behind that goal isn't deeply seated in what matters to you. Going along with that example of health and fitness, which I do think are important goals. And fitness, like working out, lifting weights specifically for me is something that I absolutely love. And it's something that I didn't always love. But eventually I found this way of moving my body that really felt enjoyable to me. It has so many benefits in my life. I won't go into it right now. But either way, I do think this is an important goal to have. I think taking care of ourselves, taking care of our health is so important. Yet, the way we set this goal, the way we go after that goal, often is aligned in not the right things. Like, we do it because we think we should do it. Oh, everyone's trying to get into shape at the beginning of the year, or whatever the reason may be. So it doesn't have to be like a fitness goal. I just use that as an example. But sometimes we set goals based on what we think we should be doing, based on who we think we should be, based on what our culture values. And those kind of goals aren't really going to last. So we have to base our goals into our own deep values. So we'll be more likely to pursue them. And so with this example of health and fitness, if you struggled to achieve the goals you've set for yourself in the past we can think about 
okay, how do we deeply root this goal? If it still does matter to you, how do we now move forward and look at this goal, shift it, deeply root it in what matters to you? Maybe give yourself a deeper why for it and then look at the action steps that would actually make sense for your life, not just like what someone else is doing or what you feel like you should be doing with that specific goal. Speaking of health and fitness goals, I want to bring to your attention the sponsor for this episode because Copilot has been such a great way for me to actually pursue consistency with fitness in my life when I was struggling to do so. One of the reasons that we struggle with making any goal happen in our lives is because it's not personalized to us. But with Copilot, we can get a fitness plan that is completely personalized to our life and our goals. Copilot is a personalized fitness solution. Copilot's app links you with an affordable real-life fitness coach who customizes workouts tailored to your individual needs and goals. You can work out anywhere, anytime, make fitness a seamless part of your lifestyle. So you get personalization, completely customized workouts with step-by-step guidance, and you get that human connection and accountability that is so important to helping you get consistent and meet your goals. Copilot is also very flexible. The workout programs can be designed around your specific lifestyle and can be done at your convenience with or without a gym. My coach, Leslie, really personalized my fitness program to what I have in my home gym, which has been so helpful for me to not have to think, not have to think about what substitutions I need to make. That is not even an issue because she fully customizes my workouts to what I enjoy doing, what my goals are and what equipment that I have. And I have the accountability of my coach, which has been such a good thing for me. I'd love for you to follow my lead and get fit and feel great. Give Copilot a try to find out why it was listed by Forbes as the top-rated personal trainer app of 2023. Head to go.mycopilot.com minimalish to get a 14-day free trial and 20% off your first month of personalized fitness with your own personal trainer if you sign up before February 1st, 2024. That's go.mycopilot.com slash minimalish to get a free 14 days trial and 20% off your first month. So you can sign up for the new year and let Copilot help you reach your fitness goals. So we've reflected now. We've reflected on our last year. We've reflected on what went well, what was hard, what didn't go well. Now I want to take us through kind of a looking forward reflection. So we looked back, now we're looking forward. And there's three parts to this reflection. The first part is to make a more list. And if you have been listening in for a while, then you might know that the next part is going to be to make a less list. So we're going to make more and less lists for 2024. I love making more and less lists. They just make sense to me in my brain. And it's kind of just a really fun brainstorm that can help us in starting our own goal setting and starting to look at what matters to us, what do we need to let go of, what kind of things bog us down. So on the reflection worksheet that I created for you, there is a column for each a more and less list. If you didn't download that, you can kind of make your own little chart and put more and less on each side. But what 
do you want more of in 2024? And the possibilities are endless, right? This doesn't have to look a certain way. This is just a brainstorm. So what are some things that are more that are important to you that you want more of in the coming year? Maybe you want more presence. Maybe you want to be more specific than that. Maybe you want more presence with like specific people. Maybe you want more time to yourself. And maybe you want more game nights with your family. Maybe you want more running. I don't know. Maybe you're training for a marathon or something. I'm just listing off random things that come to my mind, but you get the picture. It can be really anything. For me, one of mine is reading. Like I want this year to be the year that I really become a reader again because I have struggled the past couple of years to read as many books as I want to in a year. So make that list for yourself, that more list, and then start to make your less list. So what are some things, this is going to lean on that last reflection we did of just like habits that you've formed that maybe are negative habits or I don't know, any kind of negativity in your life, anything that takes up your time and it's not worth it, anything that bogs you down, what do you want less of in your life? So make those two lists. And then what we're going to do is we are going to think into the future. And the question on the worksheet says, we are looking to the end of our life. Think of yourself much older at the end of your life. You've lived many, many years and you are thinking back on what actually mattered to you in your life. Okay, so we're picturing ourselves at that time. And what I want you to think about is just what still matters to you at that point in your life? Like what things that matter to you now? So let's say spending a lot of time with your family matters to you now. Is that something that still matters to you at the end of your life? Is that something that you will look back and say, like, I am glad I put my time there? So we are going to, and on the worksheet, these two kind of reflection questions could be interchangeable that you could start on whichever one makes sense to you. But on the worksheet, you'll see this question of imagine yourself at the end of your life. What do you look back on and think that you are glad that you spent your time and efforts on? And then the next question after that, that we're going to reflect on is what matters to you most right now? What drives you each day? What are your values? Okay, so thinking of what matters to you at the end of your life can help us think of what our true deep-rooted values are. But at the same time, if it's easier for you to think of a list of your values right now, a list of what matters to you right now, and then go back to that other reflection of what still matters to me when I am at the end of my life, then that question can kind of help us see what values really are those things that matter most to us, long-term things that matter most. Now, it's important to note that it's okay to have some goals that are maybe just more of a short-term thing, and they still are things that deeply matter to you, but it's going to be more of a, like, for this season of life thing. Maybe there's still going to be part of that that has repercussions that are important for years and years, but I just don't want us to get in our heads about like, wow, I should only set goals that are like long-term, very, very important. Because sometimes 
short-term goals that are just important for this season, those are important too, right? So either way, this question can help us determine what truly matters and it can help us determine if we are creating goals for the person that we truly are and the things that truly matter to us versus creating goals just based on who we think we should be. Okay, so based on that list of values, based on what still matters to you and you've you've determined now at this point what are your deep values what matters to you in your life right now but also long term so the next question i have is going to help us to determine some type of goal for the next year hopefully it's a simple enough question and that is what is one thing that you've been wanting to do that aligns with one or more of the values that you just wrote down. Okay, so just one thing you've been wanting to work towards, maybe you've already been working towards it, you wanna continue to work towards it, and it aligns with one or more of the values that you just wrote down. This is going to be your one goal that we are coming up with today. And of course, you can come up with more than one goal if you'd like to. Now is the time to really think of what is that one thing you wanna work towards next year or the couple of things you want to work towards. And if you like to make a huge list of goals for the next year and kind of spread them out amongst the months, do whatever works for you. But just the goal of today is to come up with a very deeply rooted one goal, and then you can go from there on your own. So after you come up with that goal, of course, what I think is very important is to just make it specific. And there's so many different ways we can make specific goals. I'm not going to like look into one of the common acronyms or anything like that. I'm just going to look at how can we create a goal that is an actionable goal. So I'm just going to go back to my example from earlier in this episode when I said I made a goal three years ago to like stop being afraid of the cold weather and get outside more in the cold weather. Okay, so that goal in itself is pretty elusive. If I just said, my goal for 2024 is to get outside more, even when it's cold. That's great, but it's really hard to take action on because I have not set that goal in motion in any way. And I might as well just know that I personally am not going to take action on that because I have not set up any kind of schedule, any kind of routine, any kind of steps where I know I'm going to take action on it. So a more actionable sounding goal for me would be I am going to get outside more in the cold weather. And the way that I'm going to do that is I'm going to, one action step I can take, I'm going to, in the winter, I'm going to get outside for walks three days a week. Maybe that's my first action step. Maybe my next action step is that I need to do a couple of things to, to get there. I need to get some cold weather gear. And then maybe I make another action step, which I'm repeating these from earlier in the episode, but my other action step when I did make that goal was if I wasn't going for a walk, I needed to spend five minutes outside. Even if it's just like taking my coffee outside in the morning, just stepping outside and standing there for a few minutes or bundling up my kids and letting them run around in my yard for five minutes and I'm standing out there with them too. So these are three action steps that I've created for myself to make this a specific goal. And the overarching goal is getting outside more. But really, I have three little actionable goals in there that I can take steps on. 
And I've also kind of built routines in because my routine is that I'm either going to get outside for five minutes or take a walk, depending on the day of the week. So I'm building a routine that is going to help me succeed. So with whatever goal you set, this next step is to create maybe three action steps and then some type of routine. And maybe these action steps are going to be the routine. Like it could be interchangeable, but I think these are things that can help us actually set our goal in motion is to make it actionable by setting some action steps and then looking at, is this a goal where I can set some type of routine to make sure I am reflecting back on this goal and taking action towards it regularly? Because it's very much more likely that we will achieve it or at least walk towards achieving it if we do that. Okay, so we have set our goal and we have set some actual plans in place to start achieving that goal. Now, when I'm putting this out, this is December 14th. And I want to encourage you that if that goal makes sense for you to wait till January, then great. But if that goal makes sense that you could start it right now, you should start it right now. My cold weather example goal, like I could start that right now if that was my actual goal for this year. And it is something that is still important to me. So I am doing it right now, but it's not really a goal anymore. It's just part of my daily life. But whatever goal you are setting, I just encourage you to start it. Start your goal now if you can, if it makes sense to do so. If it's not too overwhelming to do so during the holiday season. We are going to come back to talk about goal setting again or just like revisit our goals sometime in January on the podcast. Part of what minimalish is to me, what this podcast is to me, is just walking towards a more intentional life together. So I really heavily focus on creating a life that is aligned to the things that matter to us. And reflecting and goal setting is part of that. It's a big part of that for me, at least. And this just feels like a time of year that makes sense for me to do it. And I pulled Instagram followers and it seemed like the majority that answered that poll set goals at this time of year in some way, whether it's at the end of the year or at the beginning of the year. So I hope this episode helps you whenever you are goal setting. Next week, we're going to be back here talking about goals again, and we're going to talk about just some ways that we can set goals other than traditional like resolutions or goals for the new year. So Setting a word for the year is one example of that that we'll talk about next week. But we're going to talk about a few different ways. Some of them are pretty fun, I think, that we can set goals for this upcoming year if like this very serious, deep goal setting doesn't resonate as much with you or if you just want more ways to plan for the new year with intention. So that's what we're doing next week. We're going to continue this conversation. We will still lean on the work that we did this week. I'm just really grateful that you're here, that you're listening in. If this episode was helpful to you, I would be so grateful if you would share it with a friend or share it wherever you like to share things, whether that's Instagram or somewhere on social media. Thank you for doing that. And thank you so much for being here. I cannot believe we have two episodes for the year left, but I will talk to you right back here again on the next one.